everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Reputation Matters. I'm your host, Chelsea Craig. And this week, I'm very excited to host fellow entrepreneur, Joe Giovanoli of NineSale. Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. So I know we have a lot of really great topics to get into this week, but before we hop into it, I'd love if you could just, you know, take a moment, tell your story a little bit about your company, you personally, and any exciting things about you that we should know. Sure. So as you said earlier, my name is Joe Giovanoli. I run a company called Nine Sale, which is a search marketing company for law firms and construction companies. I've been in the search space for about a decade. I started while I was in college. I'm a proud graduate of Fairleigh Dickinson University's Silverman College of Business. You know, and and we really started the business with one core purpose, which was to break a really negative stigma in our industry. Search marketing is synonymous with outsourcing to all different countries, not really being transparent with what's going on to clients. And most people think SEO is a black magic type of thing, and they don't really understand it. So, you know, we've set out really to be very transparent, very white glove in our service offering. And, you know, the two industries that we serve, we feel have always been underserved, and we feel that they have a lot to be desired. And we are, we like to be that, that service provider for them. Awesome. And I love your story. I mean, definitely it speaks to the value and and what you're delivering for your clients with how quickly you guys have grown in in so much success in short amount of years. Remind me again, how long have you guys been in business? So we just uh, turned six in April, you know, and, and just prior to that, I actually, a few years prior to that, while I was in college, I had started a social media marketing company. So this is not my first venture, but took a lot of learnings from that and was able to, you know, parlay that into nine sales. So we've had a really great six-year run so far. And and many more to come. So one thing I love that I didn't know, and it's always interesting when you hear, you know, you talk with someone, you and I have a relationship and, you know, professional relationship. And I thought I knew your story, but I loved what you just mentioned about, you know, search engine marketing. It does. It has sometimes this bad reputation. SEO is this, it's equivalent of, you know, oh, where is this being stored? It's in the cloud. Everyone says it, but no one really knows what it means. So, you know, that kind of rolls right into my first question and everyone interprets this differently, but like, so for you specifically, what does reputation management mean? Well, so reputation management really has two meanings for, for me. One is the, the one that we all know, right. Which is, you know, you get reviews and and things online as a business, you know, you need to manage that. You need to respond to the negative ones and try to rectify the negative ones. You need to, you know, encourage the positive ones, you know, asking clients for positive reviews when you know that they're happy and that you've seen success, you know, really to manage what people see when they look for you online. But even more recently, probably within the last couple of years, you know, we have a we have a service offering that we provide for, you know, specifically a lot of our law firm clients. And, you know, they have somebody that they're working with, a business that they're working with, and that there's some either bad press out there about the business or perhaps just false press. And they're trying to make sure that the business's reputation doesn't get hindered through Google specifically. And and we work with them to put together a little bit of a branded campaign in order to, again, just make sure that when somebody Googles a company's name, they're optimized. And, you know, the first five or six results that show up on the first page of Google, which are above the fold, are you know, real positive newsworthy articles or or pages. So, you know, reputation management has always had that one meeting that I talked about earlier, but really your reputation far exceeds just, you know, one, one area of, of digital marketing. 
unfortunately, we're now in this space where like perception is reality. So as you mentioned, these, you know, there could be fabricated or false articles about either an individual or the actual business itself. And it doesn't matter if someone Googles it and they type that in, it's affecting their opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it can have a really negative impact on businesses. We've seen so many times the campaigns out there that are just malicious, you know, plain and simple. And and the benefit to Google is that it is a pretty free space. You know, they have some rules and guidelines around trademarks and things like that. But, you know, the disadvantage too is that, you know, you can target just about anybody's name for anything on a, in a Google search. And, you know, the worst that can happen is, you know, Google disavows it for a short period of time. But you can really run ads for just about anything. And that can really hurt a business's reputation. So, you know, we set out to, monitor all of that for the clients that we have under reputation management. Yeah, which is, it can't be valued enough. And unfortunately, it's something that people don't really think about until they're in the thick of it. And, you know, it's that reactive solution. With that being said, you know, I know one of the things that, that you and I have talked about before, but for a lot of our listeners, I'd love to know if someone finds themselves in that situation, they see, hey, I've got this negative article about me. One of the things I know that I, I coach my clients on, on a lot is they harp on that. They are looking it up themselves, clicking that link, you know, driving attention. Exactly. I can see your face, you know, immediately, this is not the right solution. But when something like that happens, how do you coach your clients on, you know, that reactive versus proactive? What, what are you kind of coaching them through in that situation? Yeah, so it really just depends, you know, it depends on, you know, we've had clients that have come to us that things are on the bottom of page one, that they're hanging there by a thread. And, you know, we explained to them that the more you do your search, the search for this, and the more you click on that article, the more likely it is that Google is going to show it a little bit more favor because clearly it, it's relevant yes. to somebody's search. So that's, that's one thing. But really what we do is we spend a lot of time looking at ways that we can, you know, solicit or highlight the positives about a company or, or an individual. Let's talk specifically a company. You know, if a company is doing a lot of charity work, if, yeah, they have a social cause that they're really involved in, but they haven't really, you know, highlighted it, gone out to the press, written any articles, been mentioned in any articles. We look to take advantage of that. You know, organizations are always happy to give some press to people that, you know, give back and, and donate and donate time, money, whatever. You know, it's a great story. It's a good, a feel good story. You know, we look for those opportunities. We look for opportunities for the business to highlight or to potentially branch off and, and, you know, maybe create a blog and they write about a specific topic that a lot of people have interest in, you know, again, just to create some buzz around their brand name and, and create a sub kind of a subsite, if you will, that is valuable. It's not, you know, you're not creating a subsite to create a subsite, you're creating it to serve a purpose. But again, mm -hmm. there's 10 spaces on the first page of Google. So really, if you can make sure that your profiles are active and that your pages are, are relevant, you know, to cover 10 pages is, is not overly complicated, knowing that you have Facebook, you have LinkedIn, you know, depending on the type of business, maybe you have like home advisor, or an attorney might have Avo or, or one of those sites, you know, the, mm -hmm. those spaces aren't very difficult to, to maintain. So, you know, again, we, we really try to take the proactive, you know, positive approach rather than saying, okay, well, you know, what are we going to do to attack this one page in this one website. Yeah. And I, I know those are always hard conversations because it's like we as a society, we're so drawn to the negative. It's clickbait, you know, whether it's about you or something else, it's always that hard conversation saying, just 
try your best to ignore it, let it go, move on. So those were some excellent strategies that you kind of just rattled off. Clearly an expert, clearly have dealt with this quite a few times, but I just want to know, do you, do you have, you know, either a specific experience or a story maybe with reputation management where you've had a client affected, hopefully nothing with you personally, but just any, any type of kind of experience you could walk us through? Yeah, you know, we we've had over the years, we've had a few clients and, and this is this is pretty common, you know, when we start doing SEO for a company, you know, they their Google My Business page, for instance, is, you know, awful, right? They may have may have three stars, or maybe they have one, one, one star review, because mm-hmm. as we all know, if they're unsolicited, people are more likely to write a one star review and a negative review than a, about a positive experience. So or that disgruntled you know, employee. Yeah, exactly. So we've had plenty of times where that has been the case, especially in the construction space, you know, because everybody wants to complain about a leaky faucet or something that didn't go absolutely perfectly. We see that a lot in any creative type space, you know, but we we had we had a client come to us that had a pretty bad reputation online. They had only like six or seven reviews, but they were all one star, which actually when we went to go look at working with them, that was that was a that was a, a challenge for us and something that we were a little concerned about because we wanted to make sure that they had high quality work. You know, they assured us, you know, no, no, if we, if we were to be actually asking people, you know, proactively, they would tell you how great we do. So we help them to, you know, work on their content, work on their brand, make sure that they show up, you know, they have positive things showing up on line when somebody searched their brand name. And, you know, over time we got them to do ask for reviews and and make sure when a project's done or somebody says something nice about the project to softly mention hey would you mind writing us a review it'd be really helpful you know we have a couple of bad reviews on there from you know our past and we'd really we're we're really looking to show people that we're not that company that's being portrayed online and we're several years down the line they have hundreds of reviews and they're doing fantastic and you know i think they're like a 4.8 star review now at this point so I guess really my experience with it is that don't worry about the few people are going to look at those few as maybe isolated incidences. And especially as time elapses, they don't care as much, but you know, when you have many saying amazing things in the four to five star review range, nobody's going to really care about those five or six one-star reviews for people that are, you know, just having a bad day. God, you said so many things in there that, that were really great. The, you know, we talk about negative reviews. They shouldn't be feared. And as you said, as long as it's the anomaly, not the norm, it's okay. But specific, one of the things is when we're talking with clients a lot at the beginning, we do hear that. We say they're not asking for reviews because they think, oh, I've only got negative ones. If I ask, it's only going to continue to be bad. But I love the strategy that you put, you know, not only putting a solution in place to ask for those reviews, but actually having that conversation saying, hey, you know, we've, we're dealing with some negative ones from X, Y, and Z. If we've delivered for you, would you mind leaving us a review? You're putting that human element. You're appealing to that, hey, help us outside, but also saying, if we've done this for you, you know, first and foremost is obviously make sure you deliver the work. But but I love that you brought that that human piece back into it. It's it's genius and obviously drives results for the clients. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, they, they have seen all of our clients, especially in the construction space, see so much value. And even in the legal space too, we have we have a client that every single client they work with, I don't know how they do it. They they get a review, you know? I mean, obviously they're doing great work, so it, it's easy, but every single client gives them a review just about, right? Obviously you have some yeah. people that 
you know, aren't either aren't savvy or whatever, but, and it's, and it's astonishing, you know, like I probably in the last three months, I haven't seen anything lower than a five-star review come through all of all, everybody is writing an actual review on there and it's just content. You know, and it's yeah, and it's and it's astonishing, because it means that they are running a really great business, you know, and and that reputation online is so important when somebody's making a buying decision, product Mm -hmm. buying decision, service buying decision doesn't matter, they want to know that who they're hiring is the real deal, and that they're not going to throw 1000s of dollars away on somebody that is going to half ass the work. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is an angle as we talk about buying, but buying and I'm going to counter and say selling position in this situation. So we always talk about, you know, the reviews are both for your past clients, for for past customers, for current customers, you know, they hit on a, on a multitude of levels. But one thing that you actually mentioned was as a digital marketing agency, you were also doing a research on the client and their reputation. You know, you saw, hey, this construction industry has a very poor reputation and you were using it to judge do we even want to work with them and partner, which is an interesting kind of avenue I had. I mean, your reputation affects a multitude of levels. It's fascinating. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. And we, we do really spend a lot of time vetting the prospective clients we work with. We do turn down work, you know, mm-hmm. frequently, not just for reputation purposes, but maybe it's not a really great fit for, for us or that the industry is not right, you know, all different reasons, but you know, you can smell really quickly in a, in somebody's reviews. If the four or five reviews that they have are just people that just wanted to rip apart the business. And that was all they wanted to do. You know, heck we have one of those out there right now, but what I did find, and I do, I do find funny sometimes is that when one of those reviews happens, there's always a dozen positive ones that come very closely afterwards because people are defending the business, you know, and, we do make it a big part of our process. You know, we have gotten down to a proposal and I've looked at reviews and I've read them and they, they're actually, you could find a common theme between everything everyone was saying. And I'm like, oh, is this, is this somebody we really want to drive more business for mm-hmm. to then have them, you know, not get, not get referrals back. Right. So our, return on investment isn't just, Hey, we got this one lead from the website. That's it. But if that one lead generates 10 more leads for them, that has to get counted into the equation because clearly without optimization of their website, that one person that brought them 10 wouldn't have been there, right? Or yeah. more than likely would not have gotten to them. Absolutely. So it's so it's so critical to to what we do. Yeah. Well, and as an agency, I mean, what you just mentioned, a lot of the times like you are as a digital marketing agency, you're tied to results, you're tied to leads, ultimately conversions and, and hand in hand sales. And if there's something that's going to impact your results, you know, that's going to only cause you problems down the road. Yeah, absolutely. We, we always position it to our clients that this is a partnership. This is not a vendor, you know, client relationship that you're used to. This is a partnership because we're not going to be effective if you can't do your job well, plain and simple, you know, no, no one's feelings are to be hurt here. You know, if you are, if you're not a top-notch service provider, it is going to hinder our ability to show you a 5, 10, 15 X multiple on return on investment for what you've spent with us. And that's a problem because, you know, we set a bar, we set a standard of what we're trying to see in terms of results for our clients. And you bring our average down if you can't (laughs) deliver on what you're, you know, what you're promising. And it's not a good look for us. It's not a good look for, for them. And it doesn't work in anybody's favor. 
Yeah. I mean, and that once again speaks to why you've been able to grow, like you're in it for, for the right. And unfortunately, SEO, digital marketing, all of that, it's a flooded industry because it, it is a low barrier to entry. But I'm always amazed the difference of quality of agencies and you know opportunities out there, I'll say to be nice, is, is very vast. So happy to hear that, that you guys are all doing the right things out there. We've definitely unpacked a lot today. You've given more tips than, than we have time to get into. But if someone's looking, you know, they've just gotten their first one-star review, or maybe they've just claimed their listing and they are you know, in that green space and really trying to start off with a bang. What are one or two kind of quick tips that someone can take away today, something that they can implement immediately that you would suggest? So outside of hiring Rhino reviews. <laughs> I'll pay you um, later for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So in all seriousness, I think one, having, having a proactive review outreach process, one that can be, especially as a small business, if I, you know, if I had met you years ago when I was just starting out, like, I would have immediately made it part of my standard process because, no, you know, when you're in the business and you're working, you know, and you're building a team and you're out doing sales, one of the last things you're thinking about is the getting the review. It's always about the, yeah. okay, I got to get that next contract. So first and foremost, forget about the one star, try to rectify it, answer, you know, make sure you respond to it on there publicly. So people see that you're not, you know, asleep at the wheel, but also you should know who the client is. If it's a real client, reach out, see if there's a way that you can rectify the situation, see if there's something that you can do, you know, especially if you weren't aware or fully aware of, you know, them writing that review or feeling that they needed to write that review. A lot of times one star reviews are a, a, you know, signal that, Hey, I just want some attention, right? So yes. find, find out what you can do differently. Find out, learn from the experience. The other thing I would say is spend your time working with the people that are great, not the people that are going to complain. So you know, I'm sure for every one, one star review, you know, let's say that you're five years into your business and you got your first one star review. Well, first of all, congratulations. And second of all, <laughs> think about all of the other clients you've serviced over those five years, which ones do you still stay in contact with that you can ask to write you a review, mm -hmm. right? That, those would be the two biggest things that I would recommend. The only other thing I will say, and I know you didn't ask for three, but Google, Google yourself, yes. right? So Google, Google your business, Google your, the owner of the company's name, mm -hmm. see what comes up and see if you're happy with what comes up on the first page, right? Because that is a signal for you to maybe pay attention to your search presence. You know, a lot of times, and this is the one thing I have to explain to attorneys, every attorney I ever meet. Yes, you may get referrals and that's the biggest, the biggest way that you grow your business is through word of mouth and referral, but you're kidding yourself if you don't think that almost everyone searches that referral before they call. They are looking to see who you are. They're looking to see where you're, what you're associated with. They're looking to see if you're a real business and they want to see if you've worked with people that write your reviews. So if on the first page of Google, you know, your website is nowhere to be found or your Google, my business profile doesn't show up with reviews, you have not done an effective job of representing yourself online and you need to repair your reputation. That's one thing we we tell our, our clients a lot is, you know, do Google yourself, put yourself in the customer's shoes. How many pages, like how far back would you say matters on Google? Page 25 or, you know, how far down the rabbit hole should people be valuing? So the running joke is if you ever want to hide a dead body, you put it on the second page of Google because nobody <laughs> goes there. I am one of those people that think that truly thinks that if it's not on the first page of Google and the first page of Google is enticing enough for somebody to feel confident in making a, a decision to call you, 
I think you're okay. The first 10 spots at Google are the most critical. They are the hardest to, you know, get onto. You're going to drive yourself nuts if you're worried about, you know, 11 through 20 and mm -hmm. 21 through 30. I think naturally over time, if you're creating great content, that happens. You know, in case in point, we've worked with attorneys where they have put such timely blog content out there that when you Google their name, you know, page two and page three are all just blogs that they've written or places that they've you know, written, you know, written a guest blog for like law.com. Right. So over time, if you're putting out great content and you're staying focused, you'll start to control all of that really quickly. And what you'll see is that your top result on the first page of Google will change, but it'll be, here's this great article, right? A really relevant article about, you know, intellectual property or about entertainment or about whatever, right. Whatever space you're in, you know, just focus on creating great content and focus on getting yourself mentioned enough for it to matter, right? You know, every time somebody wants a quote, or, you know, maybe you have an opportunity to write an article for law.com, make sure you get mentioned, make sure you get linked and make sure the link is on your name, all different little tr tricks that you can put into practice. No, a, tr a true expert. Um, so given given all these you know amazing pieces of advice you have, if someone wants to reach out, contact you, either talk to you a little bit more just about their business or seek your advice, what's the best way to reach you? So it really depends. You know, you can go to ninesale.com and we have a free audit offering. So essentially you can fill out your, your website and a little bit of information about you and what you're focused on. And we can perform a, a quick audit to give you an idea of where you stand. If your goal is to figure out where your business stands as from a reputation standpoint and a branded standpoint, we can absolutely, you know, look at that, but, you know, sending it through email, Joe G at nine sale.com is also a great way to do it, but we're always looking to talk to new businesses, whether they're in the position to do what we offer in SEO and paid search or not, because we do, we have a passion for this. We, we want businesses to succeed. We want businesses to, you know, pay attention to their reputation because at the end of the day, it, it'll make Google's job easier to, or maybe even a little bit more challenging, but I think easier to put the right service providers up at the top, which is important mm -hmm. to us. And, you know, we want to make sure that people are aware that, you know, SEO is not this, Hey, I'm going to go hire a, a company that's going to hire three subcontractors overseas to do this work for me. You know, that's, th that, that's not everybody's, that's not everybody's game. That's not how everybody works. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And all of those links we'll have down there in the show notes uh, so that you can reach out to Joe yourself and, you know, have a great conversation with him. Joe, I, I really can't appreciate or, you know, thank you enough. I truly appreciate you taking the time today to, to speak with us, share all your knowledge and, and just be a guest on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been great. Well, thank you for listening to another week. Uh, make sure you subscribe to stay updated on our releases that come out every Tuesday. Thanks again. Thank you for listening. I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. Before we go, I want to thank the sponsor of our show, Rhino Reviews. Rhino Reviews can help your business with all your review generation and reputation management needs. If your business could stand to benefit from a strong online presence, and let's be honest, who can't? Visit us on the web, rhino-reviews.com to learn more about what we can do to help. Until next time, don't forget, nine out of 10 buyers Google a business and decide to buy because their reputation matters. Thank you.